0: i read this i didn't even remember the names of the characters i just i just looked it up yeah.
1: amora is the girl oh girl i don't care um this book was on yeah, the goodreads top books of the year what kind of bullshit is that like
0: have did you look at that did you look at that goodreads list oh my did god you- i know i know i know it's 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 supposed to, it's a nominee for best young adult fantasy and science fiction no 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 (laughs) we're just gonna keep saying no no
1: (laughs) welcome to the novel universe with dawn and ashley book club buddies who love to read ya fiction we'll discuss the good the bad the ugly and oh my gosh we need to talk about this right now i'm dawn the criticizer of books and i'm ashley the fantasy architect so grab something sweet or salty and join our universe
0: All right, hey guys, welcome back to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. Today we are gonna be wrapping up our 2020 reads and for this episode, we're gonna be doing our bottom 10 books. So Dawn and I collectively have read numerous books this year, so we have decided to split up our bottom and our top, so we're gonna do a bottom 10 and a top 10. So for today, our Uh, book intense spot is Blood and Honey by Shelby Mahiran. This sucker is on here because the first book was way better than the second book. The second book just kind of left us wanting a little more of some characters that we did not get. There was some struggle between Reed and Lou and with Ansel and Coco and it's just, it just was not as well done as the first book was done
1: yeah I feel like she I feel like it was two different authors like I feel like the first book was written by someone totally different than the second book I don't know if it was because her editor or publisher was like you need to dumb this down for the teens or the dumb old ladies who read these books I don't know I don't know the reasoning for what happened there but yeah I don't I don't think when we initially made this list I had blood and honey at number four Oh, did you? Yeah, and I know you liked it, so I compromised for you, and I bumped it (laughs) to 10, but I had this bad boy at number four. I was like, this book sucked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it was because I read Serpent and Dove this year, and then went right into Blood and Honey, so I was already on, like, a Serpent and Dove high, and then Blood and Honey was not what I expected, and I was very sad. You can listen to our podcast on that episode it was pretty bad (laughs) do
1: you remember what we gave it uh no i guess we had two different ratings so never mind never mind Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's okay all right so in our ninth spot number nine is
1: i just wrote stars and teeth what's the point what's the what's the whole title there my bad all the stars and all the stars and teeth by adeline grace you actually liked this far better than i did i think i gave this book a two and i think you gave it like a four you gave it it a three you gave it a three i thought you gave higher than that no you gave it a three i gave it a three Three.
0: three, seven five but on goodreads it doesn't let you do that oh okay
1: yeah Mm -hmm. i this book for me was just i hadn't what i mean to say is I had read this story before, just in a different package. Mm-hmm. I read this girl before. I read this world before. I honestly can't remember anything about this book. I don't remember anything. I don't remember the first name of the, the main character. I already don't remember the plot. I don't remember anything. Was this a pirate book? No. <laughs> it was on the water, though, right?
0: It, it was the on the water, so there was, like, all these different kingdoms, and she's supposed to be in charge of... Um like, holding the balance in all of the kingdoms. And, like, lo and behold, like, her power is actually, like, supposed to be this self-destructive sacrificing thing, and it's supposed to kill everybody or purge everybody. And then there's, like, this forgotten civilization, and you're like, wait a minute, I've heard that. Like, just the general premise of the story is not, it's not new. It is a different author, there are different characters, but the plot is very, very very like trudging through like a book that you've read before on this whole thing You're i don't just remember like, any of that. i read this i didn't even remember the names of the characters i just i just like stop yeah. amora is the girl
1: oh girl i don't care um this book was on yeah, the goodreads top books of the year what kind of bullshit is that like have did you look at that did you look at that goodreads list
0: oh my did- god I know, I know, I know. It's 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 supposed to, it's a nominee for best young adult fantasy and science fiction. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're just gonna keep saying no, no. We, if we can't remember who you were and what you did, you do not need to be on our top list. <laughs> we, oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> number nine is. All the stars and teeth So number eight, we had a song of race and ruin um, by Roseanne A. Brown. So this book on Goodreads is given a four. I personally gave it a three. There was a lot of African mythology in this book, so for me that was very exciting to read because I had I have not read many books that encompass that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't like this book at all. I
1: <laughs> think I was it like, gave Oh it that's two. interesting.
0: Yeah. You this was not something that was, you know, a like for Don. No. So unfortunately, isn't there a spot? Yeah, this, and this book is also was, up for Goodreads nominee. I'm,
1: I'm I'm pretty sure most of the books on this list are, are nominee. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, Wraiths well, and Ruin yeah. was just doing too much. I, she, she didn't need that trial that they had to go through, that Hunger Games trial I think That was just dumb. It was just, yeah.
0: It made me lower my rating because she had such a good concept for this story. And then to throw something like that in there, there was not enough time to throw a frickin' trial in the midst of this whole entire kingdom that she's trying to lay out for us it just it wasn't as John would say you're doing too much itis yes exactly this is exactly what this book struggled from
1: so Mm -hmm. all right coming in at number seven is the chosen ones by veronica roth this was her attempt at adult science fiction uh yeah this book wasn't terrible i i don't know i don't remember my ratings i think i gave it a three and a half it wasn't terrible it's she tried something this is true veronica Roth's fashion she has an interesting world an interesting concept she tries to spin it a little bit tries to go against trope yay but the execution is just always terrible it's like she just loses it Somewhere. It's almost know. as if she's trying to be a writer she's not. And I want her to just be like, girlfriend, just tell the story. Don't try and be fancy and use descriptive language. And because if that's not who you are as a writer, then don't try and be that. It's okay. You know, you don't have to be V. E. Schwab, which does that type of writing really well. So mm-hmm. I hated to put this on the bottom. I don't feel it was like though. Okay, so these are books that were the worst of our podcast so like Ashley and I eventually will do a our own personal list because Ashley read books I didn't and vice versa and chosen ones won't be on my bottom my personal bottom list but it is on the podcast bottom so
0: yeah it's because we cranked through so many books because of coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) We were able to get through so many, but this book—I I mean, I agree with Veronica Roth. It was okay. It was—it didn't leave a terrible taste in my mouth. Will I read the second one? Eh, eh, I don't. I don't really know. Um, I'm definitely one of those readers that when I invest the time to read a book one, unless I give this book a one, I will probably end up reading book two oh, eventually. That's but, interesting. But, but, <laughs> it's not going so well. Okay. <laughs> I'm still playing catch up. Hands up. Um, okay. So, number six, we read <laughs> Crave by Tracy Wolf. And this book has been our number, is it our number one podcast episode I still? Yeah. So, yeah. And download. Okay. There is a huge fan base for vampire romance, okay, in paranormal world, and so we were very excited to read something that was not Twilight, however, when you look at this cover, it is the epitome of Twilight, just with a flower, okay, and I think Twilight is mentioned numerous times in this book, I think the vampire actually gives her the book Twilight <laughs> to compare himself to, you know, and it's just... I'm like, this would have been a good story if Stephanie Meyer's Twilight Saga did not exist because there was nothing original about this book. I don't know if I'd go that far, but... (laughs) In my opinion, it would have been a better read if I wouldn't have already read it. However, this was hella cheese in the paranormal realm. So when I say that, it's uh, it's
1: bad. It's bad. (laughs) it's bad i have a feeling that she did not get to choose her cover i'm gonna assume that the publisher chose her cover for her but still that cover doesn't make the book good or bad regardless yeah this book was really big and i don't know why like i don't know what was in it that made it 500 plus pages well, and book two is already published as well. Oh, it's on my shelf at the library, and it's huge. I walk by it every day, and 700 I'm like, oh. Seven
0: hundred oh, and four pages. Oh,
1: no. That's unnecessary. <laughs> That's uncalled
0: for. <laughs> yes. And this is how quick this book had turned around. It was published in April, the first one, and the second one was published on, oh, goodness, is it September? September i think it was september the second one was published i'm gonna double check yep september 29th this is how quick this book is having some turnaround for 704 pages <laughs> why was this on goodreads <laughs> the goodreads too third one is coming out in march of this series yeah So
1: no 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 so. was this one on anyway. i don't think this one was on the goodreads best of the
0: year i'm shocked i'm shocked i am shocked because this book has gotten hella hype you guys like i see it all i've even seen it at target yeah that's when you know if it's at target that's when it's hyped i don't know i know i'm like oh god (laughs) even target knows what's up apparently (laughs) fail target Uh, okay oh there's, there's
1: there's hella trash at target i like i said <laughs> i'm a teen librarian i buy the like the teen books and sometimes when i go to target when well, i sometimes every time i go to target i go to the book section and it, it always amazes me the books that they have at target i don't know if publishers pay extra to get it at target i don't know i don't know how that works <gasps> but
0: because there's always 20 percent off on the sticker that's how it gets people <laughs> a 20 30 percent off sticker and let's be honest people that sticker is just on there just to fool you the price has already been discounted don't go and try asking for additional discount because i have with the sticker on it it's already discounted oh. wow. <laughs> okay so that was number six was crave a number Awful. five
1: was bone crier's moon by katherine party and I had high hopes for this I, I felt like like this started off pretty good the folklore was interesting it was a little bit different I was like okay and then the best friend happened and she was a dumb dumb and I don't know I don't understand the writing in this book and how like everything the best friend did it just sort of just she was told everything. She didn't do anything on her own. And I keep saying the best friend because she's a pivotal character. Like it's the main character, mm-hmm. the best friend in the love interest. It's very she's a very important character. And the
0: insta-love with Bastion was Bastion. <laughs> god. Yeah. I okay, you guys. So we have to be transparent here. Don gave oh my me this. Oh god. Book. Oh god, are you gonna like yell at me again will you let it go already me. i i will i will i will once 2020 is no more tom <laughs> gives me this fuck and she goes i think you're gonna like it oh and at this point in time dawn and i did not understand each other's choice in reading a hundred percent we thought we knew this was so bad i i called dawn and was like what did you just make me read this was trash like i poo-pooed all over this book in the, like the podcast it was so bad
1: i legitimately so bad. thought you were gonna like this book i was i read i was reading this book like ashley would probably like it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. This is why our
0: podcasters are are so good because we have no idea how each other is going to react. We have a better idea now. Like, I know what usually what Dawn's going to read something. And then there are times where you do surprise me or I'm like, really? Yeah, I surprised you a couple times. Yeah, you've gotten me a few times. So anyway, this book, I have nothing nice to say about this book. Sorry. No. We tried. We did read a lot of debut novels this year. And there are a few on this list that were debut novels because we wanted to read other authors. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, trying to find that diamond in the rough. And this was not a diamond. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No. Okay. So our number four. I'm so sorry, all Stephanie Meyer fans. But Midnight Sun is on our bottom 10. It was so, so sad to have this book on here, but it is one of our worst books that we have read. And we did a read along in the universe with this book in hopes that we would be reliving the nostalgia of yeah. being with the Collins, you know, and seeing it from Edward's POV. And it is literally a regurgitated story just told from edwards POV. yeah there is not there is so tiny of like little minute things that you could possibly pull out of this that you're like oh i didn't know that but it is not enough to constitute how big this book was mm-hmm. and how much hype this book had like and how many years this has been in the process i was not blown away i was so disappointed
1: yeah ditto ditto for me i you liked it better than i did i may have given this a one i don't know but i gave it one as well i think a one and a half your rating was steadily dropping as the podcast went on i think you started off with like a three and a half and then by the end you were
0: like i did move. I did I I dropped mine so far down I was I just remember like being so excited our first read along and I was like yes okay here we go we're going back into you know the Cullen's realm and the first episode I was so excited and then you hear me and the next one being so annoyed and trying to hold out for Bella and Edward and the last one I'm just like screw it I know this is poo this is all
1: garbage our first podcast had like really high listenership and then by the second one it dropped dramatically because we like shit all over this book. People were like, I'm not gonna listen to this. And they didn't come back and listen to us poo-poo all over it. Uh-huh. Sorry guys. Yeah, this was uh-huh. I it, it it was almost as if Stephanie Meyer was trying to justify his behavior through most of the book. I don't need you to justify stalkerness. I don't I don't need that. there's no Mm -hmm. justification for it there's nothing you can do that's going to justify him watching her sleep there's there's just nothing so it's just creepy it's just made she made it even more creepier because he justified it that makes it even worse so yeah yeah i hated all of this i think i was listening to this on three speed that's how bad me too (laughs) i
0: didn't even buy the book you guys and i feel ashamed to say i did not even purchase a copy i wanted to but i have this thing where i read it first and if it is not worth it i will not buy it yeah
1: i don't i don't (gasps) buy books sight unread i don't know how people do that i don't i never Mm -hmm. buy
0: a book i haven't read i can't do that okay not unless you're you know not a retired jersey author and I know you're going to produce something good, then I yeah. will.
1: Yeah, like, there are some authors that are auto-buy. Like, if I was mm-hmm. that person to buy, I don't buy a lot of books, mostly because I don't have the, the space to put it. But, like, Lee Bardugo mm-hmm. would be an auto-buy, V. Schwab, J. Kristoff. Those are auto-buys. But yep. other than that, yeah. All right. Yeah. Coming in at number three, we're down to the top three. Or, yeah, top three is On a Wicked Dawn by Stephanie Lawrence. And this was around a time where not a lot of books are being published in the spring. And there's an Amber Alert, sorry. And we thought it would be fun to just go to the Dollar Tree and find a book on that little rack that has all the trade copies. And I chose this one because my name is in it. And it was a mistake. <laughs> it- It was just, it was a period historical romance. I think it was written in the 90s. It was a lot of bad
0: sex. Boring. Boring and bad. Boring and bad. And it just, I I just remember thinking, like, how are these people not getting caught and pregnant? With the amount of sex that, that happened in this book and just... In all the social settings that they were in, I was just like, how is that even possible? Yeah, I just, it was awful. It was, it was so bad. I have never read a Dollar General book like that ever. So I was thoroughly excited to see what would happen. It was not good. I do that you called it a Dollar General
1: <laughs> It's not. Published by the Dollar General, <laughs> it was just you
0: know what I mean, the on Dollar the carousel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So coming in at number two for our worst books is "Bear to You" by Sylvia Day. And so we moved, <laughs> we moved centuries, guys. <laughs> in this, was this a different month? Yeah, because this was now July. July we deemed a romance month. And so this is supposed to be, you know, New York Times bestselling author. this was published in 2012. And it's just it was a whole lot of what we read before. With On a Wicked Dawn, meaning these girls just have no brains at all. They all these men are just they're all hot and attractive, apparently all of them. You know, it was just bad. It was bad sex too. And yeah. This
1: book has really high ratings, and I I basically just decided that this is just not the genre for me. If this isn't doing it for me, I don't think anything is. Because if this is the standard and this has a high rating and this is the one that people really like recommend, this book has sexual assault in it. I and that was it for me. Mhm, and they made it okay in this yep. book. And a woman wrote this, and I'm like, I'm. That's it. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. After that, that was it for me.
0: Well, and I have an issue with like, you know, just personally, like, how come a woman is always like bound to a man's love? Like he like chains her somehow to him, to need and to crave him at all times of the day, like. That's what we're reading in these erotic novels. And it's just not for me because it's, <laughs> I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. I think there is
1: a, a group of women and men who like this type of mm-hmm. erotica. I think it's a subgenre and this subgenre is just not for us. No, it's not. Nope.
0: Nope. <laughs> So, moving into number one. Drum roll, please.
1: (laughs) Oh, The Betrothed by Kiara Cass. Yikes. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) This book is so hyped, and Ashley and I are both fans. Of the selection series, I and have I'm not on seeing, my shelf over here. They're sitting prominently on Ashley's shelf, <laughs> and you know, it's it was a nice, fun read. I'm not saying that it was, you know, um, a big critical read or anything. No one's holding serious book discussions on the selection, but it was fun and it was cute. It was and this hot garbage, hot garbage. This is probably one of the worst books I have
0: read in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yeah, it was so bad. It was so bad because I love, I loved the selection series, but even as like Cass kind of like branched out, you know, and had her Siren like song, like one or whatever. It was like that. Yeah. I you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then this one, I was like, this is not good. This is not good. Like the main characters are whiny. Um, they're like sixteen years old and they're getting married and then they're getting divorced and then they're running away with people, and like there was just a whole lot of garbage in this book. It there was no plot. No at plot. All. No no plot. Um it it was so disappointing because this is a an author that we both enjoy and to Yet again, get given something you're like, come on. You know, I had the same feelings about Veronica Roth as well. Like we've had to retire a couple, a couple of jerseys this year and Cass oh. has now been folded oh, yeah. in a glass case far away into a vault. It is very sad, but it's just, it was not a good story. Do not read it. No, so don't. don't wait your time. Don't don't waste your time. I I just remember the only
1: thing that I liked about this book was the main character's name. Her name was Hollis and I thought that was cute. It and was that was cute. cute. That's it though. <laughs> that was it.
0: Yeah, this book she was so the bad. The
1: second guy, Twice, and then she runs away with him to marry him. Mhm. Yeah. Please listen to the spoiler edition if you haven't read the book and don't plan on it, because it just gets even nuttier after Mm -hmm.
0: that. Mm -hmm. There's just so many things that there there's just no rules there. There is no rules to this story. It's just anything goes, regardless on how stupid it may be. It just happens. It was so bad. It looks like this was written by a debut author.
1: Who had never read a book in their life, but this no, is not. No, no. This woman is getting a Netflix deal mm-hmm. and millions of dollars. And th- I mean, there was a long time between her last book and this yes, book. She yes. had time, and this is what you come out with
0: when you have time. I'm sorry, but Cass, it it you're done, honey. You have missed the boat. And it's, it's so sad because I feel like there are a lot of authors that we have read, you and I collectively, and, you know, and their first novel is either really good or it's really bad. And then they can go one of two ways to worse, or they get way better because they're like, no, this is what I want to write, and this is how I'm going to write it. And they don't let a publisher dictate what's going to be said for them. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that that's what happened with this book because it, it just – Yet again, doesn't feel like it's the same author writing it like the author's voice that I read in the selection series is not the the same author that I read for the betrothed.
1: Well, you know what? I remember reading the selection series and I remember the third book. I remember the second book and she tried to put this rebel like storyline in book two And so I was like, oh, okay, she's trying to make a critical book. Cool. And by the end of that book and into book three, it just went downhill. And so I could tell immediately that her writing was going, getting progressively worse. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I was like, maybe publishers making her crank them out because they're really popular. She didn't have time to develop it. Maybe they were like, cut that bullshit out. Teens don't care about rebels and the revolution. I don't know. I don't know Mm -hmm. what happened there, but... (laughs) And I did not read the series after that, but Elise did, a friend of ours, and she was like, oh no. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of saw this coming, but I thought maybe, you know, she's had a couple of years. Maybe she took a couple of classes. I don't know. Maybe she's improved. No. (laughs) My teen teen patrons could write something better than that.
0: Yes, it was. It was so bad. And I I honestly don't remember um, the the second book that came out before the betrothed um they're not in the same series or it's a siren song I think is what it's called Wasn't um, it it daughter? was it America's daughter or was it, something no, told- it was totally oh. it was totally different it's a totally different book and I remember reading it and I was like huh that was that was it was okay but at this point in time I hadn't brought in my world of YA as much like when I found an author that I liked I very religiously read everything by that author that's mm-hmm. just kind of how I went with things which is what a lot of people do when you go and you find a book that you like you read that same author because you're like oh they're gonna produce good stuff and I remember thinking like I didn't I didn't quite enjoy that like enough to recommend to someone else and kind of just kept it hidden in my, in my brain it I read in it. Brain. Yeah 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 so that is our bottom 10 list you guys let us know in our comments if you agree with us if you disagree with us what are your bottom 10 books of the year 2020 and in the next podcast we will be
1: doing our top 10 of books we read for the podcast and hopefully you read them too if not we think you should but you gotta tune in next week to find out what those are going to be but until then we will catch you in the next podcast bye
0: bye.